Do you have something you want to improve about yourself? Maybe it's something petty or embarrassing. That's where Personal Best comes in. Personal Best from CBC Podcast is a self-improvement show for people who don't like self-improvement. Vulture calls it a delightfully dorky romp through a world of hidden wants and quiet dreams. And Time Magazine says it's one of the funniest podcasts to hit our earbuds in years. Did they really say that? That is really nice of them. Find Personal Best on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Some people drink, some people smoke. I leave a trail of balloons. Just in life, you got to keep showing up. Feel me? Because news. Gavin Crawford. Hello and welcome to Because News and happy Family Day weekend, unless uh, you don't live in a province that celebrates Family Day like Manitoba, in which case, happy Louis Riel Day weekend or uh, Islander Day weekend if you're in PAI or what is Nova? Happy Nova Scotia. Have a good weekend, everybody, and welcome to Because News. Whatever long weekend you're celebrating, I hope you have your family gathered close, biological or otherwise, because over the next 30 minutes, we'll be replaying some of our most family-friendly rounds. Today, you'll hear from Because News' kookiest aunts and uncles, Andrew Fung, Gene Yoon, Fiona O'Brien, Miguel Rivas, and of course, everyone's favorite zaddy, Eric Peterson. Here we go! Yeah! I have no way to know this personally, but my sisters tell me it's not easy to be a parent. I mean, there's so many parenting styles. There's free-range parenting. There's permissive parenting. There's pretend your kid isn't gay till it's totally impossible anymore parenting. You know, that sort of thing. Last March, we learned about a whole new type of parenting. With more on that, here's Andrew Fung, Jan Carwana, and author Monica Heisey. This week, CBC News ran an article about a new parenting trend, something known as sharenting. What is sharenting? Sharenting is when a childless woman in her 40s, she has no children, but she's just so proud of her nephews. And she's Aunt Sharon. (laughs) You'll never guess what Kyle did. (laughs) Well, he's on a soccer team. He didn't score, but he showed up and he played his darndest. And you know what? Aunt Sharon is just so proud of him. I, I want Aunt you Sharon. to be my Aunt Sharon right now. Because I, don't time, know, I don't know how you did it, but you instantly got a little bit drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt Sharon also smokes, but she doesn't do it in front of the kids. <laughs> that is not the correct answer, but highly enjoyable. And Monica, what is sharenting? I would assume that it's something to do with like oversharing and your kids. Either like oversharing with your kids or maybe posting about your kids. Ding, ding. You are correct for the point. Sharenting is oversharing of photos and videos of your children or child on social media. Mm. The CBC headline reads, Sharenting may seem like harmless family fun, but experts are concerned about its impact on kids' privacy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) One Vancouver mom who runs a TikTok account told CBC that influencers and family vloggers have turned their children into what? Props. Mm. Content. 
Monica for the point. They have been turned into content. How long do you think before some savvy parent just names their kid content? <laughs> it's, it's already happened. I guarantee you it's already happened. I'm right going to name my kid paid partnership. <laughs> I'm having twins. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Research shows Sherenting got a huge boost from something. What sent Sherenting into the stratosphere, panel? Uh, COVID did. Correct. Oh, for the point. Yeah. yeah, COVID did. But I kind of blame Jimmy Kimmel playing those um, Halloween candy pranks. Oh, yeah. Oh, those, yeah. That, those that was mean. Fun. Those weren't fun. That wasn't nice. Because yeah. that's what started all the whole, like, let's play tricks on my kids and film it. Another expert told CBC that there are two exercises you can do to draw a line so you don't tip over from parenting into sharenting. What are the two exercises? Pilates and yoga, because you're so busy telling everyone you do Pilates and yoga, you forget to talk about your kids. (laughs) I think the two exercises are go outside and touch grass. Very good, Andrew. Oh, I only have real answers. Like, and this is what I do with my kids. Like, I, I show them the photo I, I'm going to post, and then I check with them like a week later if they still want it up. Oh, that's, that's good. nice. Yeah. Although then, okay, I had a uh, my ex's niece thought that anyone's phone was just full of pictures and video of her <laughs> because she was so used to having photos and video taken of her on her parents' phones. So I was babysitting, and she was like, "Show me pictures and video," and I was like, "Cool, of a cat or like, what do you want?" And she just wanted to watch. Videos of herself. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You're like, I don't have these. I I was like, you're not biologically related to me. I was not taking content of you. (laughs) And I can't make money from it, so there's no point. It's bathroom selfies all the way down in here. <laughs> this is uh, unrelated, but I feel like I need to share because my my younger son were like having a lot of conversations about social media and like videos and stuff right now. And uh, I went on his iPad recently, and I kid you not, there's at least twelve photos of his poops. And I don't know what his end game is, but I'm letting him do it because I want to see where this goes. <laughs> Coffee table book. You're gonna get a point for the first thing you said. And then I'm going to take away the point because you literally did. You just did the other rule you shouldn't do. Uh, You just sharented. Well, like, yeah, but like. The two things are, ask yourself, am I doing anything dangerous or illegal as a parent in posting this? Which I think is a pretty low bar. Uh, And secondly, ask, will this lead to embarrassment for my child? (laughs) Nah, he's not embarrassed. He knows exactly what he's doing. But but Gavin, also, in my unique position, I also have a television show that I've been saying that's kind of based on my experiences as a a dad. What's it called? It's called Run the Birds. Oh, really? (laughs) Anyone I know on it? uh, uh, Special guest star Gavin Crawford. (laughs) This is really Sponsored by the new Apple iPhone 13 Pro Max. All right, back to what you were saying, though. Yeah, I mean, you. So you do you try to be extra conscious about like what you are sharing? You know what? The last probably the last five years, I've been like much more, and just also I noticed it when uh, someone see me in public, it's like, oh, we didn't recognize you. We saw your kids, and we recognized them, and I'm like, you gotta start putting the little emoji over their face. Yeah, you know when people do that? Yep. Yeah. And it's like, you really want to share this pic of a kid on the swing that bad, all the information about the kid, yeah. of how their experience of the swing is gone because there's a cat in the way. <laughs> the shame for me is that like, 
I would share photos of my kids on Instagram because it's connected to an app my wife and I have where after like 30 photos, they send you a book of all the photos of your family mm. and we keep them. And that's what we look at. My kids sometimes are like, can we just look at photo albums? And that's our like digital scrapbook in, in hand form right there. But and then so- there's like a weird cat face on all of your kids' pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That was Monica Heisey, Jan Carwana, and Andrew Fung from a show we taped last spring. This is Because News, our family day fry-up. I hope you're listening with your nearest and dearest, and I hope that they're cats. Like everything else in recent years, families have changed. We've got single-parent families, same-sex families, communal families, polyamorous families. Actually, all the families that we've always ever had, except... People didn't use to talk about on the news ad nauseum. And you know what? Diversity is wonderful, but it can lead to miscommunications. For instance, one junior public school in Toronto found itself in hot water after posting a Mother's Day message on its message board. I asked panelists Gene Yoon, Ashley Botting, and Chris Locke what they thought this insensitive Mother's Day message said. It said, you can't make a momlet without breaking a few dads. Um, said, this is only for the cool moms, no dork moms allowed. <laughs> Very exclusionary and hurtful to the dork moms. <laughs> Jean? It was something like, life doesn't come with a, a manual, it comes with a mom. That was exactly what it is. <laughs> life does not come with a manual, it comes with a mom. CTV News reported the message was a problem because it didn't consider kids with two dads or kids that don't have a mom. According to CTV News, the school board blamed a certain group for coming up with the offensive slogan. Who was behind this heinous campaign? Was that alt-right kindergarten class? (laughs) An evil cabal of cis moms. (laughs) It was, in fact, grade six students. Oh, yeah, well... They're much more extreme by the time they get that old. Uh, This is not the first time a Canadian school has tweaked Mother's Day. Last year, an elementary school in B.C. rebranded Mother's Day as Grown Ups Who Love Us Day. Okay. That's nice. And this week, a Quebec school was all over the headlines for changing Mother's Day to something else. What did the school in Quebec change Mother's Day to? Le jour de tous les parents que nous aimons beaucoup. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, grade six French. Uh, you're correct for the points. <laughs> it was Parents' Day. They changed oh, it to oui, Parents' oui, Day. Oui. The headline is Teachers at Quebec City School wanted to replace Mother's Day celebrations with Parents' Day. Wait, everyone's mad right now because Mother's Day is called Mother's Day? That's what's happening. I feel crazy, man. <laughs> well, it feels, I mean, it's, it's hard not to go like, oh, well, I guess we just have one parent's day then. I mean, that's, I guess that would be fine, but it's nice to have two days. And- but if you have one parent's day and you've got one kid with two parents, it's, it's going to be for Mother's Day or Father's Day, the other parent or another adult who's trying to be helpful will help the kid get a present. For the parent, right? Yeah. So what do you do if it's just one parent's day and you got this kid, who, you know, like, it's just going to be very stressful in ways that we cannot anticipate. I also, yeah. No, it's true. I, and I also feel like, look, like, you know, not everyone celebrates Christmas, but it is this thing that we all sort of have on our calendars. And I think that families that are different and, you know, that don't subscribe to, you know, Christian values, they kind of work around it. They, they, they make it work. And so, you know, I wonder if we keep Mother's Day, if families that don't necessarily have a mother 
in it can find ways to make that work and also, you know, celebrate their their unique families as can well. Can mother like, dress have... up like Santa Claus? <laughs> Well, no matter what you call this special Sunday, in this economy, who even has the money to buy gifts? Not many people. But luckily, Entrepreneur.com has published a very helpful article titled, What to Do for Mother's Day with No Money. (laughs) One of their budget-friendly Mother's Day suggestions is to take your mom somewhere. Where? Take her to the sidewalk in front of her own house. (laughs) And let her watch as you very carefully don't step on a crack. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Gene, any idea where they suggest you might want to take your mom? Take your mom to lunch? No, that requires money. Mm-hmm. Take, just take your mom anywhere but the house. <laughs> just anywhere. Take her to a lake and let her decide if she wants to just walk into it. <laughs> Whatever she wants to do, she gets to go. Much like Gene, you're also very wrong. <laughs> what do you think, Mom? Do you want to walk into the lake? <laughs> some kids. <laughs> take your mom to the mall? I, what? Their suggestion, if you want to save some money, is take your mom to the movies at home. <laughs> oh I think she'd prefer to walk into the lake. Jean's face right now is hilarious. Carry a baby for nine months. Your ankles swell up. Your back hurts. You can't sleep because it's so hot and there's no position that's comfortable. And then you go through 36, 48, I don't know, 72 hours. And then you raise the baby. All these years, you wipe off his drool, you change his diapers, you wash his laundry, even though he's old enough to do it himself. But God's sakes! And he's going to take you to the movies at home? Uh, Yes, that's what they suggest. They suggest you should rearrange the furniture and make sure mom has something to prop her feet up on. Uh, Who who do you think is going to be putting that furniture back? (laughs) Most importantly, you should have something on hand. One very important thing. What must you absolutely have on hand? Hand. A shield so that when your mom goes, this is it, and she reaches out to smack you, you can at least protect yourself. If you're going to take your mom to the movies at home, please just make sure that you have a movie ready on hand. You are correct for the point, <laughs> Ashley. Uh, they say you should make the sure you have sauce, your... I don't know. You make sure you have mom's favorite film. Entrepreneur.com. Pretty good. <laughs> Someone needs to go talk to that writer's mom. I mean, uh, and lend she's support. in the lake. What you, what, uh, well, I mean, what are your plans? Do you, have you made different plans? Well, my son and I are going to go for a bike ride. I think we're going to go to the island and have brunch. And then I'm going to visit my mom and there's already flowers on the way for her. So Aww. that's nice. And I just want to say the island is very close to the lake if you do. <laughs> <laughs> Because News with Gavin Crawford. That was Ashley Bonning, Chris Locke, and Gene Yoon. Did you know that Because News is available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts? It's true. Better yet, the podcast is almost always longer than the radio version, so you get more bang for no bucks. And if you're a more visual person, well, you can watch us on TikTok and get the full 2D experience. Because news.
Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. There's an old line about parenting the days may be long, but the years are short. And whoever coined that phrase obviously didn't raise a Gen Z kid, because according to this next news story, raising a Gen Zer is an obligation that never ends. With more on that hard-hitting news, here's Jan Carwana, Craig Lozon, and Eric Peterson. Panel, get ready for a Because News fake ad. Have a listen to this pitch from a brand new bank, and be ready for questions. Hey. Are you over 21 in dire need of financial help? Look no further than M&D Direct. No down payment, no problem. You can open an account with us, so long as you call grandma every now and then. Our customer representatives are available 24-7 to help you transition into the basement. Just call or shout upstairs. Don't waste your time with other banks that don't care about your future. Choose M&D Direct and spend our money. <laughs> okay, for the point, uh, you heard that commercial. What does the M&D in M&D Direct stand for? Money in a drive. <laughs> I mean, I don't I have a bank around my, my house. I think I speak Eric. Oh, money in a drive. Yeah. I see what you're... Money, money in, in a, a drive. drive. Yeah, I think I speak Eric when I say mom and dad. Yes, a recent headline from the Globe and Mail reads, Nine in ten parents are helping their adult kids financially. That is shocking to me. Nope, seems spot on. (laughs) I am afraid I'm not surprised either. Wait, what? why aren't my parents paying my... (laughs) Ha ha, you got the one. Oh, man. I'm like that fourth dentist who didn't recommend Crest. Yeah. Dang. Oh, man. The results come from a survey done of Globe and Mail readers, so do take them with a grain of pink (laughs) Himalayan salt. According to the survey, almost 30% of parents are helping their adult kids with what particular weekly expense? Weed. (laughs) Uh, No. Maybe it's a, I got you into this mess, I'll get you out, uh, therapy. (laughs) I'm there because of you, Mom. Makes sense, Eric? It's um, it's food and shelter. 37% say they're helping their adult kids with grocery costs. And the most common type of financial support was for rent or shelter. Mm. Yeah. Monthly expense. The article offers some advice for young adults struggling to buy a house or rent a place. What do you think was their sage advice? If I've learned anything tonight, it's have rich parents. <laughs> Jeez. Parasite. and inherit all solid options incorrect weirdly their advice was move back in with your parents oh man well it's not just the adult kids that are stretched in this economy how how are the baby boomers finding the cash to support their grown kids they're cashing in on that freedom 55 plan it's like i'm you you're me. Yeah, and the kids are living downstairs. You're never getting to Florida. <laughs> it's like, 
You are correct for the point, Craig Lozon. Oh, two uh, points! Yes, uh, 34% of survey participants said they have used their retirement savings to support their adult children. See what you're doing to your parents? You see? The article states that it is worth moving back home even if your parents charge a modest amount of rent. My parents started charging me rent at 12. What? Yeah. Every week, because I would babysit, and then they would take, like, like let's say, they would take $10, and then they would say, well, you contribute to the household. So, like, that was, like, kind of room and board. But, to be fair, my mom has this envelope system, and then she would put it in an envelope, and then when I um, graduated from university, she gave it all back to me. Oh, that's So that wonderful. was really nice. But I, I thought, she, I, looking back on it now, I was like, oh, she's teaching me this, like, valuable lesson, and then... Kaching at the end. <laughs> Thanks, Mama. Are you looking forward uh, to the day when you can charge your kids rent, Craig? <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to the day when they have jobs. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Eric? Yes, Gavin. <laughs> are you still shelling out for these <laughs> kids or are you getting something back finally? I'm banking it in my mind that when I become totally gaga, they'll be there for me. And they'll be there for me, so anything they kind of ask for, I'm down for it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do it, and I know that they'll be there in the messy, messy end of... Stop me, please. <laughs> I was going to say, that is an elegant way of saying, you're a sucker. <laughs> that was Jan Caruana, Craig Lozone, and Eric Peterson. Looks like we have time for one last round, and this one isn't so much about families as about something families often do together. But, you know, usually not at this time of year because, well, I mean, you could do it at this time of year, but you need like an ice auger and it would be very cold. Anyway, here's the round with Fiona O'Brien, Miguel Rivas, and Ashley Botting. Panel, something incredible happened this week in the world of sports. An Ontario man became the first Canadian ever to bring home a prestigious American trophy. Have a listen to this announcement from the big ceremony. 6-13, Gussie gets it done, and oh, Canada, you have a classic champion. A wire-to-wire win for Jeff Gustafson. Pretty exciting. For the point, what unprecedented sports prize did Jeff Gustafson, a.k.a. Gussie, win? He said wire to wire and 613, so I'm thinking tightrope. <laughs> the new tightrope champion! Gussie! I was thinking like race car driving, something like that. It is not race car driving, Miguel. I actually know what this is. He finished a three-pound burrito and a 72-ounce tomahawk <laughs> steak in under 30 minutes. That would explain the 613. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. This sport, though announced very excitedly, some people think is quite boring. Chess. <laughs> Golf? No. The headline from the Canadian press reads, Gustafson becomes first Canadian winner of million-dollar Bassmaster Classic. Whoa. Is that a cooking competition? No, it's when you slap with the bass real good. Yeah, <laughs> that's all about that bass. So, like, he got the biggest one of the bass's fish? Is that what happened? Yes, you are right. It is fishing. Kenora, Ontario's Jeff Gustafson won the fishing derby with a three-day haul of 42 pounds and seven ounces of bass. The Bassmaster Classic <laughs> takes place in Tennessee, and many publications have described this event as the blank 
of fishing. The Super Bowl of fishing. Yes, that is correct. The Super Bowl of fishing. It's always the Super Bowl of something. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a halftime show? Yeah, and it was a mermaid. (laughs) (laughs) It was Ariel. Headlining the halftime show at the Bassmaster Classic. Ariel! (laughs) Uh, I will give you a point if you can tell me what kind of fishing bait the Canadian champion used to catch his fish. I think he brought from Canada to America Justin Bieber's Timbits. Timbits. Oh, and those would be pretty old at this point, too. (laughs) Birthday cake Timbits is not a bad choice. He actually actually used a Canadian passport. Like, get out of Tennessee! (laughs) Those are all good guesses. I will let Gustafson explain his bait from the championship stage. Every fish I've caught, both tournaments, on a Z-Man jerk shad, four-inch jerk shad. There's a lot of jerk shads out there, but the Z-Man's got a good Gamagatsu hook in it. I understood four words yeah. in what he just said. I'm I, not joking. Now, I never, I never met Gussie, and I don't want to be quick to judge, but he sounds like a real jerk shad. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious to us, but for city slickers out there, panel, can you explain what exactly is a Z-Man jerk shad? A Z-Man jerk shed is a douchebag duo out at a club. <laughs> it's, oh, I no, no, I know. It's, it's Canadian rapper Shad's alter ego. <laughs> jerk Shad! According to the Z-Man website, it is a lifelike, salt-impregnated, soft jerk bait with a split tail design that emulates erratic bait fish action. That sounds like a Tinder wow. profile. I yeah. yeah. I mean, self-impregnated. Yeah. I mean, that's I'd take that bait. That's kind of cute. That's hard to do. That's real hard to do. Trust. Mary did it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, she had some help. Did she? <laughs> I mean, listen... I regret to inform you all that, according to the website, uh, currently the Z-Man jerk shads are sold out, so oh. you will have to go oh. elsewhere. For it's okay, your, I know a guy. You'll yeah, have to yeah, go yeah. somewhere else for your soft jerk yeah. bait. <laughs> Gustafson credited his win to the hook that he was using. Ah. The 3-8 Smeltinator jig head. Ah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, apparently the 3-8 Smeltinator jig head is a perfect bait for a fishing technique known as moping. According to CBC News, how does one mope when fishing? Kind of like this, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> They're not biting. Yeah, like a moody, the fish? moody teenager, that kind of moping, yeah. Moping is when you just hang the jig under the boat with almost no action. Oh. Wow, what a skilled athlete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put it in the water, go for a beer. <laughs> Is there going to be a statue of Gussie, like with the fish, you know, like all the Tinder profiles? Are we going to have one of them somewhere? Hopefully, Kenora will get on that. Good. Because this is a big accomplishment. (laughs) While accepting the Bassmaster Classic Award, Gustafson made a heartwarming plea to all the parents out there. What did he plead for parents and the audience to do? To use protection to control the population. (laughs) A choice moment to slip that message in there. Actually, he he just begged parents to let their weird uncles and strange neighbors take their kids fishing. (laughs) You get the point, Miguel. Okay, that was meant to be a weird joke. Yeah, (laughs) it is. I mean, granted, the word weird wasn't there, but here is what (laughs) Gussie said. If no one takes kids fishing, they're never going to go. So take your kids, your neighbor's kids, your buddy's kids, and uh, dreams can come true, man. (laughs) Wow, how... I can't imagine a, like a Michael Jordan or LeBron James quote where he's like, take your neighbor's if, kids. If I, 
if my neighbor came over and took me as a child, that would be a crime. Yes. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, Ashley, we're going fishing. <laughs> All right, jerk shadow, get my moper. Stop being such a Z-man. <laughs> <laughs> and that wraps up this holiday edition of Because News. Join me next week when I'll have the whole family back together. Because News is produced by Elizabeth Bowie, Shannon Higgins, David Carroll, Phil Lung, Jessica Klamowski, and me, Gavin Crawford. We'll see you next time. Why? You ought to know by now. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.